The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. We recommend watching the movie beforehand, but hey, that isn't your bag. No worries. You do you. Brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash matinee If you'd like to support the show, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all proceeds after hosting costs will go towards actual manatee habitat preservation, because we like to pay it forward by giving back. Enjoy the show. Sometimes they even might fall in love with the movies that they watch. Not like, did you, did you suggest one for, I know St. Patrick's Day is coming up on October 31st. So you had an idea for a, Sorry, that got me for a movie wish watch. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Sorry. You really got me good with that one. The, uh... <laughs> um... So... Uh, so I gave you a couple of potential options for potential movies I could watch since it's October. Yeah, yeah, we are, this is my we are, uh, we are obliged by law to watch a scary movie because it is October and people get obsessed about Halloween and scary movie month and scary novel month and scary video games for an entire month and then they forget about them for the rest of the year. So, um, I I suggested two movies and we ended up choosing 1993, I think, was that the year? Uh, 1993's Yes. 1993's Leprechaun featuring Warwick Davis, a man named Manatee's alum, and Jennifer Aniston, a man named Manatee's alum, 
who is apparently, this is her first feature film. And, uh, oh, and like all the advertisings had nothing to do with her, but after she got famous in Friends, then uh, the all the like marketing for this movie afterwards featured her face prominently on like box art and billboards and stuff even though the picture that they featured her on like box arts and posters and stuff uh, is her from like six years later so I mean all the pictures I'm seeing have uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino as the cover guys I I'm not following oh you know what Oh, I actually watched 2019's The Irishman by Martin Scorsese. Oh. Well, we're gonna have... It's basically the same thing. Okay. It's basically the same thing. I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen that one yet. Considering that all of the humor in both of them is just stereotypes <laughs> thrown at the audience aggressively. <laughs> Quite literally in some scenes. Yeah, wow, this, wow, this one. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm so. sorry for, for suggesting this. Uh, I'm sorry in advance to anyone who might have considered watching this film. Uh, it's it's on Peacock Premium as well as like the entire Leprechaun series. This movie has seven fucking sequels and I do not understand how. It's like Highlander all over again. I I did already own this series uh, because it was a box set that I bought for like twelve dollars or something. The sequels get better. It 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 gets more into knowing it's a comedy horror and not a horror with comedic elements. Yeah, I was I was honestly curious about um, the fourth, fifth, and sixth ones because the fourth one I guess is Leprechaun in Space, and then five yeah. and six are Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun Back to the Hood. I didn't watch those, unfortunately. Yeah. Although even the second one, I think, is better than this one. Um, hmm. Which, you know, has its charms. 
Uh, they're all starring Warwick Davis, of Willow, Star Wars, Harry Potter, etc. This is the only one with Office Space's Jennifer Aniston <laughs> in it. Uh, but it was written and directed by the same guy, Mark Jones, who mostly wrote TV cartoons, as I can tell. He wrote a bunch of episodes of Yogi's Space Race, he wrote Dinky Dog, he wrote The A-Team, Plastic Man, Alf, Superboy, Sky Surfer, Strike Force, and not many movies. He's mostly a TV cartoon or uh, non-serial action guy. Okay. Uh, it's starring Ken Olant from Live TV. It's starring Mark Holton from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Teen Wolf. It's starring Robert Gorman, the kid from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. <laughs> and John Sanderford from Ryan's Hope. I have heard of none of these people except for Warwick Davis and Jim Franston. So, you know. The, um, the kid, there we go. Whatever his name is, Rob Gorman or whatever. I look up his IMDb page because I swear I'd seen him in some other stuff. And I'm sure I've watched him in a couple other things. I think he was in the movie Rookie of the Year, uh, which is a really stupid kid's movie about, uh, what was the kid's name? Thomasy and Nicholas? Uh, who... He gets a shoulder injury, then turns his hand into, like, a catapult. Yeah, he can, like, he can like yeah, he becomes, like, a professional baseball player at 12. Uh, and I think this kid is in it, yeah. too. But he, he was, like, um, Robert Garman was, like, a very prolific child actor. And then he basically stopped acting once he hit puberty. So, kind of. I'll, I'll give this to him. He irritates me less than most obligatory children characters. Hmm. Okay. I guess you have a very different opinion of this character then. I mean, he's a bad person. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, but he's like... Go ahead. He, he doesn't... He, he, he's not a bad actor who's clearly in over his head True. all the time. He's just playing an asshole. That's, yeah, you know? that's fair. Which I prefer to, you know, your Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> your, what's his name, Jake Lloyd? Yeah, not his fault. Don't cast kids. Yeah, but still. 
I mean, listen, the director of that movie managed to make jewels from Pulp Fiction and I don't remember the character's name, but the lead from Train Spotting looked like bad actors, <laughs> so it wasn't Ken's fault. <laughs> but fair. This movie has a 27 tomato meter, but a 32 audience appreciation score. It's got a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. But on Amazon Prime Video, where I own it, and where people come from all over the world to get uh, just insightful critiques of, of movies that maybe they're thinking of seeing but don't want to you know, waste the money on unless they know it's good. Uh, this movie has 4.5 out of 5 stars. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say about Amazon.com is that the, the worst movie I've ever seen in my life also has 4.5 stars out of 5. And that's the master of di- the master that? of disguise. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Don't. David Carvey. Yeah. Right? Don't watch it. Mm. No, I'm gonna watch. Don't. It. I I I legitimately. I know that there, there's like the thing where you say, oh, don't watch it because it's bad when you actually mean like watch the movie because you'll laugh because it's so bad it's good. I mean like legit don't watch this movie. It is the most painful movie I've ever watched in my life. It makes... He goes... It makes... He goes, turtle, turtle. Yeah, he does that for like five minutes in a scene. It gets real fucking annoying. Um, no, like, it, it literally, it legit makes the room seem like Citizen Kane. It is that bad of a movie. I've seen the room like six point six times at this point. It's actually I enjoy it. No, I do too, actually. I've watched it twice. It's not as bad of a movie as everyone thinks it makes it out to be. But I mean it is bad, but like it's funny though. You can laugh at it for certain referees. You can't laugh at the Master of Disguise because every time they try to make something funny, it ends up just 
pain is all that I end up seeing. <laughs> so. You know what's technically a good movie, though? With a budget of $900,000 that grossed more than $8.5 million. What? At the box office is Leprechaun. Okay. A resounding success, almost ten times return. Which I think makes it a good movie, right? Or successful movie. I'd say successful, yeah. I mean, like I said, it spawned seven sequels. So, it had to be successful somehow, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of a monster movie, kind of a slasher movie. Um, it's the story of an adorable little sort of elf creature, the leprechaun, who, uh, is very fair and communicates his demands very clearly. Um, and then a bunch of people who just kind of refuse to understand what he's saying to them over and over again. <laughs> the tagline for the movie was, Your luck just ran out. I think a better one would have been, He's here to recover gold and shine shoes, and he's all out of shoes. <laughs> but I don't write these well, things. I mean, to be fair, Later scenes will prove that he is most certainly not out of shoes to shine. No, it's just people aren't providing him with the shoes his little heart requires. But, yeah, I, I do agree with you that, like, he communicates what he needs very clearly, and... No one does anything about it for 75% of this movie. Yeah, it's like, I would like my gold back. They're like, what does he want? That's <laughs> <laughs> the entire movie. <laughs> uh, I actually kind of enjoyed this. I, I, I wasn't like into it, into it. I think I left three times and came back. You know, paused at first because I'm not a, I'm not a savage. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it was, it was... I didn't hate it. Um... Uh, it... And it it's not coy about, like, it opens right there and Leprechaun's right there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, and then it's, I enjoy Warwick Davis and his, his weird gait and like, I don't know. I'm okay with it. See, I think one thing that would've elevated this movie for me significantly. Uh, he starts with 
a rhyming line? And then he doesn't rhyme any lines for the rest of the film until the very end? If he had spoken entirely in rhyme, I would have loved this movie. Like, it would have been just... a masterpiece. That would have mattered a lot. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't. And I was really disappointed. Because, like, it's set up to sound like he's going to be rhyming throughout the entire film. And then he doesn't. And that let me down. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That would have been better, yeah. But so... So we start out. He's in a little cave. He's hiding his gold. He's singing a funny little song that rhymes perfectly. Uh, meter's good, scansion's good, stress on stress syllables are good, just masterful writing, I just, I gotta say. <laughs> and, you know, he's, he's minding his business, but then a limo pulls up outside, we, we've shifted somewhere else, and this abusive drunk gets out. Our, our sweetness and leprechaun's gotta stop him. Because <laughs> he's, he's driving drunk, technically he's being driven around drunk, whatever. And he's a thief. He tells his, his wife? Yeah, I think so. I think? I think his wife. Possibly his mother? That they've had turned fortune and tomorrow they're gonna look at mansions. And I remember this because later on, much later on, well, it's an hour and a half movie, not much <laughs> later on. The, the, the golden question that he's stolen, there's a hundred pieces of it. And the, the, the guy, the, I can't even tell how offensive this is. I think I should be mad at it. The the portrayal of the retarded guy. Ozzy? Yeah. Ozzy and the kid who's abusive to him <laughs> go into town to get the gold appraised and... Uh, the guy says that each piece is worth about five hundred dollars. So we're talking about fifty thousand dollars all told here is the fortune. You do have to remember that this is fifty thousand dollars in nineteen ninety-three money, which is equivalent to about a thousand dollars today. Okay, so a hundred thousand. Fair enough. And that's still that's still not like enough to buy a mansion. Or several. 
has that scene where the, uh, or the offensively uh, Irish Mr. O'Grady steals his gold. I'm gonna have to watch that now. I mean, that, that would be more interesting story than what goes on here, I think. Yeah. The second one, apparently, the gold has magical luck powers, and someone steals and goes to Vegas, and then he's gotta kill his way through Vegas. See, that, that'll raise That sounds better, so right? much more interesting than this one. Alright, I guess the. No, that, that's what I'm telling you. It's like, I think the series gets better. Right. For one thing, he goes into space. <laughs> Quite famous. Now, I... You know, I should have done some research on this earlier, but I ha I'm really wondering if the reason why they had the that movie Leprechaun in space was because of Jason X... Or if that was the other way around, if one of them was released before the other one. Hmm. I have to look this up. Uh, this is my other courage for intentionally jumping the shark so early. Because, <laughs> like, Jason at least took 10 movies before no one cared anymore. I'm like, fuck it, we're going to space. <laughs> and I approve of that. I give this movie and the, the franchise a lot of credit for just what they are clearly trying to do. Because I think, like, they're bad, but I think they're bad because they don't give a fuck. And they're like, let's make a bad movie about Leprechaun, which is more respectable to me. Because they, they, they got why bad movies are funny. Like, a lot of people try to make bad movies and it's just really boring because it's not organic so it's not so bad it's good but also it's not funny i think these guys got why bad movies are funny and just sort of crapped one out on purpose you know hmm i'm honestly curious now now that you've mentioned that the coins have special powers and the leprechaun goes on a murder spree in Las Vegas. That honestly makes me curious about the rest of the series because I will be honest with you, I did not enjoy this. Um, no? No. I don't know what it was. I think probably it's just I'm not a huge fan of movies that shoot 80% of their film in, like, at night. So, like, I can't see what's happening. There is that. Um, but, like, I'm curious if... 
don't know. Maybe they maybe they just take themselves less less seriously. Cause like they obviously didn't take themselves super seriously in this film. But I'm wondering if they just they must have obviously gone like further and further overboard as time went on. I think so. I mean, that, that's my understanding of it, at least. Okay, well, uh, but I've only seen, like, two or three others since it's been years, so... Well, I don't... I don't know. I believe all of them are on Peacock, so I can just watch maybe Leprechaun 4 and see if it's more enjoyable. I bet it will be. I, I'm not saying it's like a good movie, but I think they get better. Okay. Well, I'll check out at least one of them then. This wife freaks out because her husband has... has brought a little girl um, with him in a suitcase. <laughs> Which doesn't stun her as much as thought it would. So, like, he's... He's a, he's a sex tourist. These things happen. It's, that's not <laughs> happens. Not the sex tourism thing. But the... There's... People consistently find there they keep hearing like children's voices in suitcases or boxes or crates and they're never like holy shit there's a child trapped here they're just like oh I think I'll investigate this strange voice coming from a box like, not, they seem so nonchalant about the whole thing. Every time. Yeah, they also seem nonchalant about, like, getting murdered, I've noticed. It's a, uh, Yeah. There's, there's no high emotion in this. But it, it's, a uh, you know, it's comedy. Yeah. Because the bad guy's basically Kevin McAllister. <laughs> so. I, I think he wishes he was Kevin McAllister. That kid is a psychopath. True, true. But like. <laughs> but like, the way he checks and sees with the suitcase, and it's just Warwick Davis. And he pranks her down the basement stairs, <laughs> adorably. <laughs> it's... It's... Honestly, it's not his fault this time. Like, she freaks out and goes down the stairs. He doesn't even push her. Mm -hmm. So... Alright. 
but he can do funny little impressions too, so he does a funny impression of this guy's wife to try to cheer him up. But it doesn't work. <laughs> and he tries to shoot the, the poor leprechaun. But apparently leprechauns in this world are vulnerable to four-leaf clovers like vampires are vulnerable to crosses. Yeah. It's like you can hold one up and invoke Ireland <laughs> and like <laughs> Yeah. So he, he he presses him back into the basement with his clover, shoots him up and puts him in a crate. The power of the clover is going to keep him in the crate forever, but he doesn't, like, adhere it to the crate. He just puts it on top. Oh, and then immediately has a heart attack and dies. Maybe he was planning to affix the four-leaf clover to the crate, but then he had the heart attack or the stroke or whatever beforehand I don't know maybe but it's uh but I just I want that I want that on the record like he, he sets it down and then dies yeah and Frank Leprechaun doesn't seem particularly helpless even with the clover because he's still talking, giving people heart attacks and stuff, but whatever. Yeah. But ten years later... <laughs> we've got... a red convertible Jeep and Jennifer Aniston stuck their dad in, I thought, New Mexico in a Jeep. Her dad is not Patrick Duffy. <laughs> but I thought he was Patrick Duffy. <laughs> Low budget Patrick Duffy. Yeah, it's, it's wish.com Patrick Duffy. <laughs> They go directly to a house with a secret leprechaun in it, but she's complaining and she wants to be in LA with pools and malls and cable, and they're laying on pretty thick. Like, we get she's supposed to be a snob. I don't understand why she's been kidnapped by her father. And I feel like we're not supposed to like her, but she's got more charisma than everyone else in the movie, so we still do more than her father. So, like, yeah, I'm on her side, whatever her side is. <laughs> There's one thing I've noticed about Jennifer Aniston. It, for some reason, I can never not think of her as being at least in her, like, mid-twenties, even when she's supposed to be playing, like, a teenager. And that's 
it still rings true in this film. I think it has something to do with her voice. Just because they're like, she has, like, her voice, like, hasn't changed in 25 years or something. She sounds basically the same as she did 30 years ago. And like, she always sounds, well, she always sounds like she's older than she is. Or like, at least when she was in her early 20s. But she's also definitely not a teenager when she's cast in the movie. I think she's like 22 or 23 or something. Yeah. But she's like a, she's a 90s teenager where they can't cast actual teenagers because <laughs> half the point of the movie's gonna be like leer at them. So they gotta cast like 25 year olds and say they're in high school. Yeah. Less egregious than some TV shows, but still like she's clearly in her 20s. Yeah. Like, I've, I've worked with teenagers. They're children. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, let's see, so they go directly into the basement. The clover has not been disturbed. There's definitely new boxes on top of the crate. <laughs> That's just a thing that didn't have to be there, but was that <laughs> noticed right away. <laughs> and it turns out her dad bought this place, but she's richer than her dad because she volunteers to like go get a hotel, which frankly he should let her do. Yeah. I don't know where she gets her money from. I'm confused. I was... She has a cell phone. Yeah, I was... I was really... I wondered the same thing. Like, I'm assuming that her parents are divorced. And that her mom is rich and lives in Los Angeles or something. And her father just moved to North Dakota because that's all he could afford to move to. Yeah, I mean, I guess he bought a house, but then I don't know what he wants to do with it because he's painting it like a clown house. <laughs> it's like bright blue and red and yellow is like, I'm gonna move to get a Superman house <laughs> drag my daughter with me it's like, I don't understand <laughs> but, I mean, it is North Dakota like, a house like that would probably cost you like $4,000 yeah, but then why is he painting the way he's painting it? I don't know, maybe he's colorblind. They're painting weird, man. Yeah, I didn't think about that part. Uh, 
But then on on her way out, she bumps into not Kevin Bacon from Tremors. <laughs> know this character's name so I'm gonna call him hot painter number one okay because there's three painters he's he's just one of them it never explains where the other two came from but turns out they're all unit I think I think what it was was his character's name was like Nathan, or something, something nondescript or uninteresting. Um, Hot painter number one. Yeah. Uh, the kid is his brother. And the, their simpleton friend is just the kid's friend because that's a trope that was pretty popular in like the 80s and 90s and has not aged well. Mm. And then it's his company or it's the kid's company? I don't know. I think it's probably Hot Painter's company or maybe they're just like freelance workers or something or contractors I don't know if they work for a company okay well the I mean the the truck says the company name on it oh it's like three guys with paint or something I didn't even notice that there, there are a lot of details I missed in this film, which is probably why I didn't enjoy it very much. Uh, that's fair. The details aren't, like, there aren't too many hidden gems in them. I wouldn't worry about it. Right. But... So she, she bumps into... Sorry, we... There's a little bit of a delay. I'm sorry if I keep... It oh, no, it's fine. I don't... I, I get it. No, it's... Um, that was all I had. Just, I don't even remember what I said. Now you're good. Um, and he calls her on being afraid of the house. So she starts pretending not to be. So her motivation is to be contrary to the sky not to get along with her father. Uh, but, but she's like, no, I'm not afraid of, um, tetanus. Because <laughs> it's the 90s and feminism. It's a weird monologue. My next one was just, did this fucking kid just hit this guy in the eyeball with a slingshot? <laughs> and he did. <laughs> uh, so there's... 
weird guy, Ozzy, who t- just so there's no confusion, I'm gonna call Hot Painter Number Two. I mean, um, and he's not the one in overalls. Yeah. I know, I know who he is. Well, I don't know that. And he's hanging out with this kid. Oh, God. Who, to avoid confusion, I'm going to call Hot Painter number three. Alright. So, <laughs> I'll try to refer them by their actual names in my notes. God. I don't know the kid's actually. That's funny. Oh, it's Ozzy. Uh, the kid's name is Hot Painter Ozzy. Yeah. Okay. Rather than the Hot Painter 1, 2, and 3, I'm the Hot Painter Ozzy and the kid. Okay. Because I'm not going to remember. That's that's fine. (laughs) I don't know why. So Ozzy's seen UFOs, and he's goofy, and the little kid is like his boss, because it's that trope. Uh, They're all together. Jennifer Aniston gets to work carrying drinks into the basement for nobody. She only has two drinks. She has two hands, but she spilled them on trays so she can spill them. <laughs> the leprechaun is definitely just chilling in the crate. He's not bound up or asleep or anything. He's just sitting and listening. <laughs> like, I guess he's been there the whole time. She's also scared of crates. Around now, I guess they'll work together. It's unexplained why the painters are there. I guess the father hired them. Why they're there at the exact same times new owners show up and not before is unknown, but alright. Yeah, that's a logistical issue, I think, on the father's part. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know, she's just, she's, she's gonna hang around because she wants to sleep with not Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't get why the father thought this was a good idea at all, but it's fine. The... Ozzy gets lured downstairs by Leprechaun doing funny impressions again and brushes the clover off the crate and the Leprechaun is free. I just want to emphasize how long it's been there and that there's new boxes on top of the crate and that there's wind just naturally through old buildings like that with a bunch of holes in the walls and windows and stuff. But whatever, he goes down and brushes the clover off the crate. 
leprechaun comes out, asks for a light, and eats a cricket. <laughs> I... That's just... That's your events there. <laughs> he asks where his gold is and telekinesis is the door shut. But... The guy opens the door, and that's all he has to do to Leprechaun's powers, so he leaves. And then he tries to tell everyone, but no one believes about Leprechaun, because he says there's Leprechaun in the basement. And also, he was talking about UFOs 12 seconds ago. I don't remember what happens now. It's very early in the movie for me to lose the thread, which is bad. <laughs> but uh, they all go down into the basement just to confirm whether or not there is a leprechaun. And of course, there's nothing down there. Right, right, right. But there's also a rainbow. Yeah, he goes back and he, like, goes outside and he sees a rainbow, even though there's no rain. Ozzy follows it, and the kid is concerned that his uh, large, simple-minded friend uh, the muscle of the group will get injured or be killed running away into uh, some random direction. So he follows. Yeah, it's just out in the woods, like, well, not the woods, but the foothills with light. Yeah. Wood covering. Yeah. So it's just wandering off to, yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty country, actually. I love this area. Yeah. Uh, for wandering around. Yeah. So did they ever say that he was, he was Hot Painter's little brother? Because my notes this are just, whose kid is this? <laughs> In all caps. I think they did once, but I don't remember. They either said it or I read it in a summary of it that I read after I watched it. Alright, fair enough. So, um, so Ozzy follows the rainbow and it leads to a rusted out old car and uh, Ozzy just decides to like dive straight into it and the kid's worried he's gonna like get tetanus and die but he finds uh, a pot of he finds like a sack or the pot of gold that the the old Irish man had hidden away on this property 
ten years ago. Yeah, would someone definitely would have found by now. Yeah, you'd think that. It's inside the only landmark in like a quarter mile. Yeah, you would think that, but apparently, I guess no one's been to that house in ten years, or. No one ever bothered to look in a rusted car. But, uh, they find it. I'm just saying, it's California. Someone's been sleeping in that car. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's supposed to be North Dakota, so I guess no one's out there. Oh, right, right. Yeah. True, where the winters kill people. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide that they're gonna go into town and have the coins tested to make sure they're real uh, and then Ozzy says no I know how to test it because you can just bite on the coin and test it to make sure it is so he bites the coin and then immediately swallows it. But they think it's totally fine. And then they're gonna hide it from their friends? Yeah, they're gonna... Or from brother and... He... Bosses? Yeah, for some reason they're... They decided that they're gonna keep it for themselves. So they hide it in an old well that's also still on the property and not very far away from everything else. Yeah, and, and less of a hiding place, really, than the car was. Mm -hmm. As far as likelihood of accidentally discovering it. But I just want to point out what Ozzy and this evil kid right now are trying to do is, is rob these people because they found something very valuable on the property that I wish to steal this. <laughs> and our heroic leprechaun is like not on my watch. <laughs> You're not going to take advantage of some people. Yeah. Uh, but to try to stop them for some reason, he he hides under the truck and starts messing with people's feet. Is is how he's gonna try to stop that heist? Mm -hmm. So Leprechaun's under the truck. And he starts fucking with Jennifer Aniston's feet. She's like, oh, clearly this is the Kevin Bacon guy who snuck around and, and ran out into the woods and ran back to the truck and I was messing with my feet. <laughs> this is nice. But then she gets scratched like, like a cat would. And, and complains about it. It's like, I thought it was you messing with my feet from under the truck like people I would trust do. 
<laughs> so they decide it must be a cat. Well, they think it might be a raccoon, because they say, well, we should probably take you into town and get you tested for rabies. Yeah. And then the dad's but like... But then Leprechaun starts doing an impression of a cat. Yeah. So the dad, like, goes up in a tree to try and look and see, like, to get the cat. Uh, and then the leprechaun, like, bites his finger off or something. He, like, he does something pretty nasty, well, what's right? Well, what's important to note here is that he, he's done a cat impression out of a random hole in the tree that's pitch dark. So what the dad does is reach his entire hand into this dark hole in the tree that he can't see, that he knows an angry animal's in, which is going to get you bit no matter what's actually in there. <laughs> Cause what he thinks it is is an angry cat which will also bite you. True. But what actually is, is an angry leprechaun that also bites. I just feel the need to point that out. It's not like it was a smart move, but for the leprechaun, he's like, oh, well, let's just see if we can't get bitten by this thing we think might have rabies. Because that's also why they're there, is because they cast rabies. <laughs> they, the, the truck doesn't run right away because you have to get out and do something with the engine to make it actually run. Mm -hmm. That'll be important later. And Leprechaun chases them on a tricycle, but they don't see him. Yeah. This is why I decided the movie kicks ass. Because... <laughs> okay. The leprechaun just goes into the garage of this weird old Irish man who has a bunch of children's toys for no reason and chases them into town on a tricycle. The town has three buildings, which is a hospital, a restaurant, and a collectible coin shop. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that this small North Dakota town had a numismatist available. Numismatist is not what I knew. Is that a coin expert? Yep. I had to look that up just to make sure I said the right word, because, like, I thought it was the right word, but I had to check it to make sure. That is the correct word for it. Coinographer was what I was going to say. Oh, that's 
so better this just I, I like Coinography yeah. more actually. <laughs> uh so they go in, he checks and sees that it's gold, doesn't recognize symbols, says it's worth like five hundred dollars unless it's an antique for museums or something. But then, unless it's an antique, again, I just feel like this is important. The whole bag is worth $50,000. Yeah. It's a $500 coin, 10 of them is worth $5,000, 100 of them is worth $50,000. That's the math. Yep. I once spent that much to get yelled at by failed lawyers and have to teach myself law. It's not that much money. <laughs> yeah. It's not. So they leave it there overnight because they trust this guy because he writes some receipt. Because whatever. I felt like I should recognize this guy, but I didn't. Did you? No, I didn't. Okay, I did not find him in the credits, so I don't know who he was, but I think he's been in other things. Leprechaun rolls a trike at him from inside his building, and this guy who owns this. this collectible coin pawn shop full of junk apparently doesn't know his own inventory because a trike he doesn't own just rolls up to him and hits him in the leg and he's like eh weird and puts it aside <laughs> um, and then gets impaled with a pogo stick this leprechaun <laughs> pops out of the safe and kills him with a pogo stick <laughs> to get his gold back. Yep. Yeah. Alright! Like Kevin McAllister. <laughs> That's so. accurate. <laughs> bounce up down on them. They can't afford, like, core special effects, so you just get sound effects and Leprechaun describing in rhyme. <laughs> he, he rhymes here, I think, doesn't he? I, I don't remember. I didn't, like, I barely paid attention to any of the dialogue in this film after about five minutes. Fair enough. But for some reason, the guy's very, very vulnerable to pogo sticks and dies. And Leprechaun has one coin that's one out of a hundred. Yep. For the audience. So you're at one percent mission objectives completed. <laughs> for our hero, the Leprechaun. <laughs> Uh, 
they decided to keep the dad overnight for observation for a bitten hand. Okay, which is not, like, North Dakota's a red state. They would have him out on the street without even stitching it up. That's <laughs> not how that works there. Okay, now, what I have to ask about this is that originally they were going to go into the hospital to have Jennifer Aniston check to make sure that she doesn't have rabies. But she never goes to the hospital. She just goes to the diner with Hot Painter. So, like, what the fuck? It bothers me. They decide rabies is a lesser concern to being bitten by a cat. I, I mean, I guess. Alright. <laughs> so they go to the iconic, the iconic Swagus Cafe in not Swagus, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. And she wants a watercress salad. And they don't have watercress salad, because what even is that? So she doesn't eat anything, just watches Hot Painter eat his 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 meatloaf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he gets on a case about being vegetarian. Cause she's like, no, I don't, I don't eat animals. It's fine. Again, most charismatic person there. That sounds reasonable. It's like, yeah, but your your sweet '90s LA gear shoes are made out of uh, dead animal, which I don't think they are. I think those are plastic. Hmm. And that's a thing they put in the movie for reasons. Okay. And they're arguing better shoes for a while. I think what really bothered me about that speech that she gave was not necessarily that she said that she was a vegetarian, but that she says, like... She says, like, um, like, I don't, I don't eat anything that was killed. And, like, what are plants, though? Well, there's plants that you have to dig up the whole thing to eat. And there's plants you just harvest fruits from the plant lives on. Fair. But, like, like, that would be an interesting line to draw. Fair, but it's, it's not. It won't eat any stock plants, but will eat fruit plants. I mean, that's not really... She's not 
she doesn't make that clear, though. But, anyway. Whatever. Well, she does ask for watercress out. I think watercress is actually just the leaves from the plant, not like the stem, right? I don't know, actually. Hang on. I'm looking up watercress. Okay. Rapidly growing perennial plant native to Europe and Asia. Oldest known leaf vegetables consumed by humans. Alright. Garden cress, mustard, radish, and wasabi. Now, radish is in a dig of the whole thing to eat, so I don't know yet. Fuck. I don't know. I mean, even if you're not killing the plant by by digging it up to harvest it, you're still cutting parts of it off. I like I know they regrow, but still You're still causing injury to a plant if you're not killing it. Yeah, but you could, I mean, if you, if there was a, 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 like, a cow that regrew lost limbs, I bet vegetarians would eat its legs, right? Because, like, if it just comes back next season, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Just... It's like donate. It's like donating blood at that point. If it regenerates, it's different than if it's gone forever. You know. I guess so. I just. I don't know. I, I donate blood all the time because I got that good, good blood. <laughs> I just dislike the hypocrisy of. Like vegetarians saying that they don't eat anything that was killed when, like, you eat vegetables, and vegetables sometimes get pulled up from the ground. So, whatever. Here's a life hack for you, fanities. If you go to donate plasma, or, or sell plasma, because they'll pay you for plasma, they'll pay you like 50 bucks a pop sometimes, you're only allowed to donate like once or twice a week because it takes you by that long to regenerate. But, they keep records internally they don't share records with all the other plasma places in town, so you can go to one, like, 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 uh, Octafarm or whatever, and be like, yes, I have not donated since last week, and they'll be like, okay, and they'll, they'll take your pint, and then you can go out your day, then you can go down the street to, like, buy a life or whatever, 
people be like, oh, we don't have you in here since last week. And you're like, yes, I did not donate until last week. <laughs> and then you can donate the pint. And then you can go down the street to like uh, the, the third outfit, I forget what it's called, like like Life Farm or something. Um, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. We have you, you didn't donate here for last week. You're like, and they'll take a third, a third pint, and then you get like $150 a day, and then you get to sleep until the next time you can donate, which is a bonus. I feel like this has been experienced yeah I didn't have a job for a while <laughs> and I got that good good blood so that was worth it mm-hmm. plus it's so much cheaper to get drunk when you're down like 12 to 15% of your body when <laughs> blood Like, I would like a single shot, please. And you jack yourself up to like 0.15 right there, and then you go home. <laughs> anyway, this is Ben's life advice. You should probably ignore it. <laughs> over a leprechaun who has a toy car now. I don't remember where he got it. I guess he stole it from the pawn shop? It was either... I don't remember when it happened either. It was either that or the old man had it in his house. I don't remember. It was one of the two. He's got, he got this shot of Slapcon driving around a little, it's like one of those power wheels, whatever they used to call them, this little, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a toy car for kids, but I think it has actual electric engine yeah. in it, so it's just a small vehicle for small I people. really used to want one of those when I was a kid, but then... I never got one for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, I wasn't. It, it was the range of them that I wasn't sure about because I like. I don't care how fast they go. If it'll go all day, that'd be awesome. You can still get around on sidewalks and stuff. I guess they expire pretty quick, right? I would think so. If you don't recharge. I don't know. Maybe they... I don't know if they're just like battery powered or something. I don't know. Because if they are, like, that's... 
a viable electric car decades before I thought they had them. <laughs> That's rad. Hmm. I don't know. It's neat. So, so this cop pulls him over, and he's like, you're clearly a child. <laughs> and the leprechaun scratches his face. Yep. And it's around now when I realize the leprechaun's main weapons are just exactly what someone his size would have. <laughs> but everyone's afraid of him. I'm not quite sure why, because... Most people can scratch your face, my dude. Yeah. I I don't know. I I realized that about the same time that like his entire arsenal of attacks is biting and scratching. And look, I can do that. I can't teleport around and stuff. I get what he's better at than me, but as far as like being so terrified you run off into the woods, I feel like you just get scratched and be like, ow, and then, <laughs> then block it and do like a punch or something. Yeah, it's like but haunt him away, you know? And then he flies off and, like, he can teleport close to you again, but you just punt him away again. Yeah, I feel like no one actually just stands and fights this guy until one scene in a little bit, which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he... So he chases the cop off into the woods. We have a an entire back and forth where we just show running feet, so it's not as obvious that he simply can't run as fast as a, <laughs> an adult human being. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say adult human being. Adult, a normal sized person without a, you know, a, a, a limb disorder. Mm -hmm. I don't actually know what World Davis has. Is it just standard little person bone growth thing? Or is it because he's got like very long arms, it seems like. I don't know. Let me see. I should have looking him up right now, actually, out of curiosity. I mean, I, I only know, like, two little people in real life, and the rest are all just celebrities. But it... All the ones I've seen, except Warwick Davis, seem to have shorter arms and legs. Then Warwick Davis has shorter legs, but then, like, 
completely normal arms. Which seems handy, but I don't know if that's... I don't know, you know. Uh, Wikipedia says that Warwick Davis was born with... Oh boy. Um... Spondylo... Epiphy... Wow. Epiphysia... Uh, dysplasia congenitus, congenitia. So, yeah, a rare form of uh, restricted growth. Yeah, that's all it really says, preventing him. So, it's a very long-named thing. And dysplasia is leg-specific, right? Or is that just... Because no... Hip dysplasia is a thing. Um... I don't know what... No, no, it's just abnormal growth or development. Yeah, I don't know what spondyloepiphyseal dysplasia means, so... Point is, he, he, his, his legs are very short and he, he would be able to keep up with the cops. They keep just cutting back and forth from their feet. Yeah, like, uh, but like, which is fine. I don't understand why they're even doing that, because, like, he can just teleport, so why is he running behind the cop? Yeah. And he, he does nothing but teleport in a second here, because mm -hmm. cop gets. He hides. He gets distracted by the leprechaun's hat, which he left out there. He throws his nightstick at him. <laughs> Mistake. Not what those are for. Mm -hmm. Eventually, he just drops on his shoulders and just sort of sits down somewhere. The leprechaun is teleporting behind trees and stuff. Just drops on his shoulders and breaks his neck. So I guess he's pretty strong, but he he does have pretty normal sized arms and like people break each other's necks, so I get it. Yeah. And that's That's it. Leprechaun seems like he can do everything a normal person can do. He just can't be evaded or killed as easily, but like, you don't have to get murdered by regular people either. I don't know. It's fine. You can prevent sometimes from being murdered by regular people. Yeah, regular people try to murder me all the time. I'm just like, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Stop that. I'm gonna live. God. 
didn't agree to this at all. Fair. Uh, and I just float slowly away. Uh, he somehow gets back to the house. He's tossing through all their stuff, but he has a pulse of need to shine all the shoes, so he does. They come back, find the house been tossed, and blame a bear, even though all the shoes are out <laughs> and shined <laughs> on the table. Well, I mean, um, you see, the bear was looking for food, but it was specifically looking for food within its shoes, and their shoes, because it's a... Uh, I mean, if they... It's a bear with a foot fetish. If they didn't do the shoe thing, that would make perfect sense to play a bear. But then they did that on purpose, so, like, I don't know why. I mean, it's fine, whatever. But, like... The characters are dumber than they need to be. Because <laughs> they put the shoe thing out to show that they couldn't possibly reach that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so Anson's gonna leave. She's like, I don't know why I came back here. I shouldn't have. I'm gonna go back to town. She goes outside and comes immediately back because she forgot it was nighttime. <laughs> or, or she doesn't have a car, even though there's two cars there. One's her dad's, her dad's in the hospital, so she should be able to take that car. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think she's. I guess she can't drive. Well. A later scene proves that she can. Yeah, so, uh, I think she's just... Why didn't she go Maybe she's just, she she's just scared of the night, maybe? I mean, fun fact... If you can afford a hotel, you can afford gas. And if you have a car and you can afford gas, you can drive that shit all the way back to Los Angeles, lady. Like, you can just go. But... Yeah. Um, I'm not arguing with your point there at all. I've driven North Dakota to Los Angeles like three times, I think. Or equivalent. It's doable. Yeah. It'll take a day. Like, you want to be well-rested before you start. Maybe that's, maybe she's not well-rested enough. It's dark, I'll get sleepy. Maybe that's I mean, she did spend at least five or ten minutes earlier today 
changing the house all sorts of silly colors. Uh, and then she got scratched by less physical sauce and more... Yeah, I think it's more how long it's been since the last time you slept, you know? And like, she's... It's been a day. This is all supposed to be, like, one crazy night, right? Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. So Leprechaun's dicking around ringing bells because he's Kevin McAllister. <laughs> he's like, oh, guys, come get me. Um, and and uh, evil painter number one <laughs> does decide to go get him. So he takes a gun out. He's like, I'm going to kill this kid. <laughs> But Leprechaun has clearly left out a bear trap, so so not Kevin Bacon steps to the bear trap, and then uh, Leprechaun comes out to dance and sing. And dances around him with a hatchet. Then tries to hit him with a hatchet, but Nathan just straight up beats him with a flashlight. <laughs> um, the kid comes out and beats him with a rock, and he's just he's just going a circle, beating the leprechaun up, and he can't do anything. <laughs> saying they can't hurt him but it seems to be just pounding him pretty well and he can't do anything either and then they shoot him and he has like predator blood cause it's glowing green and he runs off they're like whoa that was a crazy bear (laughs) (laughs) it it blows my mind how long into this movie it takes for the like all the characters except for Ozzy to realize what they're dealing with like they see what they're dealing with in this in this moment but they still don't think it's a leprechaun, even though I think he even says multiple times something about being a leprechaun and demanding his gold. And it's like, well, that must have been some crazy raccoon we just shot at. Yeah, it's... The first thing is they don't think it's like oh, there's this crazy guy who says he's a leprechaun, which that I could get. Like, yeah, of 
course you don't think it's a real leprechaun. Yeah. You think it's a guy in green who says he's a leprechaun. But not like a raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Anyway, so they... They have, and I wrote this down because it's important. They tell the kid, go grab the gun. They tell Ozzy to go call the police. (laughs) So the child brings the gun. And Ozzy, who calls the police every day about UFOs or Bigfoot or something, calls the police. And they, of course, aren't going to come because he says they're being attacked by a leprechaun. They're like, oh, are you that guy who's always getting attacked by mythical creatures? So, so no one's coming. They try to drive away. The kid has to get out and fix the engine again. The leprechaun is in the engine. <laughs> That was actually kind of a... He's not strong enough to... That was kind of a funny moment, though, when, like, he pops the hood, or pops the trunk, or... No, hood. Sorry. I forget how cars are, how cars work. But yeah, like, the kid pops the hood. I mean, some, like, the Volkswagen Bug has an engine in the the back. Yeah, that's true. But that was actually one of the few scenes that I actually kind of chuckled at when the kid opens the the hood and then Leprechaun's like there underneath the hood. That was kind of funny. Yeah. he's... He's strong enough, he can't... He can't get in the window, the side window, the one that's really easy to break. <laughs> he can get in straight through the windshield, though. <laughs> he bites Ozzy in the ear. Then Jennifer Aniston burns him with a cigarette lighter, so he scurries off into the barn, builds a little killdozer out of, like, (laughs) another toy car and a pitchfork, and with this he tips the entire (laughs) truck over. Yeah. He's just going back and forth, doing industry. It's really weird. (laughs) Uh, They fuck off into the woods instead. First good idea they've had, except then they go right back to the house instead of going to town. Among Leprechaun's powers, besides being able to teleport around, 
they can apparently chop his hand off with the door, but it can crawl all magic-like, like thing from Adam's family, because it opens the door and then reattaches to him. And that special effect was actually pretty good. I just kept thinking it was going like, to cut off before you saw the actual wrist hole. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. So it was actually just pretty good animatronic or puppet or something. Well done, guys. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they barricade themselves in by carefully barricading exactly one door on this single story uh, window filled building. <sighs> turns turns out she had a cell phone this whole time, so she just calls the fucking police. Yeah, like earlier, but like, bef- before, like when they're in the house the first time, and then they go out before like a hot painter gets like trapped in the bear trap. They like go to call somebody but the lines are out and I wrote down my notes like you have a cell phone what are you why are you not using that yeah but at least you're yeah I mean I mean I get if they're like we can solve this ourselves. We've got a guy outside and a shotgun, so we, we plug him and then we go about our day. But that's not what they're doing. They're panicking like they're stranded or something. Yeah, this, um, this is the moment where I realized that this movie reminds me a lot of the game uh, Dead by Daylight. Um, I don't know if you've seen that or played it at all. Is that the one where it's like Jason Voorhees versus you? Or just yeah. an honest movie monster versus you? It's, um... They started with, like, anonymous movie monsters and things, but then they got a bunch of licensing deals, so they have, like, Ghostface and Jason and Freddy Krueger and uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil 3 and um, a K-pop singer also for some reason. But yeah, it's like a. Whoa. Yeah, it's like a four versus one uh, multiplayer game where like four survivors have to uh, activate a bunch of generators so they can escape this compound. Not a compound. Um some levels and they're chased around by these various monsters and the monsters have to kill all of the people in order to win 
and the people, as long as one of them escapes the, the level, then they win. And it was right here when I realized, like, they're trying to patch each other up, and they're trying to avoid getting killed by the monster, and but they're like knocking it around or distracting it or doing all sorts of things. And I, remind, I realized like, oh, this is almost exactly like Dead by Daylight. Except it's much dumber. I mean, probably depends who you're playing with. That's all. That's just yeah. being a silly game. That, that is fair. You could be playing with a bunch of idiots who don't know what they're doing. So I don't even. But at this so, point, they they go right back into the house. Yeah. Um. They've called the she. Police. She calls the cops this time on her cell phone. Um, she tells them what's going on, and they listen to her because she's a white woman in distress this time. But her phone's battery dies, like, while she's still talking to them, which reminded me how oh, bad... This police chief. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, just look. But I should, I should recognize this guy. He's, he's played by a, 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 a sexy raisin, and I don't know the actor's <laughs> name. <laughs> That's twice you've got me now today. Um... Try to find William Newman as Sheriff Crone. What was he in? Sorry, go on. I'm I'm gonna be looking at what this guy did. Um, so yeah, she calls the cops on her cell phone. They get the message, but her phone dies like halfway through because it's a '90s cell phone and the batteries last like eight minutes. So, the, yeah. they dispatch a, a dispatch an officer to go out to check on the, the property, and um, you hear the cop responding. He says he'll be there in however long, but it's the leprechaun who I guess stole his, he stole the, 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 the car at some point, the police car at some point, so he's imitating. He's doing his zany impression. He's doing his impression of that cop, and they're obviously, no one's gonna go there. Now, is this the same cop whose face he scratched? Because that would make sense on yes, how he got it actually back was. to the 
building so fast. Yeah, it was. Okay, so yeah, it just drove the cop car right into the building. I guess so. Yeah. So this guy, uh, uh, Sheriff Cronin, is played by a guy named William Newman. He has been in 71 things. I don't know which one I recognize him from. But he was in Miss Doubtfire. Hmm. He was in... Who was he in Mrs. Doubtfire? Brubaker. He played Mr. Sprinkles. Okay, so he was probably one of the TV characters or something. I don't recognize that name. Or just Strange Man Park. He was in the Mosquito Coast. He was in Funny Farm. Chattahoochee. Homefront. Uh, Desperate Choices. Hero. Leprechaun. Love and War, Angel Falls, Fearless. He's been a lot of stuff, but nothing that I would recognize, I don't think. So, I don't know. Oh, he's in The Craft. Hmm. He's a street preacher in The Craft. That might be it. Hmm. Anyway, I just, I, I love, he's got a look. <laughs> Might be a terrible person, I don't know. Uh, oh, he was in Angel TV series. Oh. As Old Demon Man, that doesn't narrow down that show. <laughs> there were several of those. He was in The, the Tick as The Cape. The animated show or the live action one? Checking. Must be a live action. I don't recognize the name of the cave. The live action one. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, he was in. He was in three episodes. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Alright, well, sexy reason. <laughs> Died in 2015. Oh, that's too bad. Born in 1934. <laughs> so, he would have been. God, how old was this? Only in his 60s, I think, during this Yeah, movie. like late 50s, early 60s. Anyway, sorry, I, I forgot to mention my favorite character of this, which is Racing Cop. Um, do you mind if we take a quick break?
Let's do that right now. Alright. Alright. I think I still got it right. Alright. Best podcasters ever. Hell yeah. Alright, so when last we left our heroes, cops were being replaced by Terminators that were also leprechauns. They were also kind of vampires, but only with like, because uh, they can't be out in the daytime, they have the cross thing. But not an actual cross, it has to be crossing out of clovers. Uh, but they also <laughs> do bite, that's their main thing. He's basically a vampire, I've just now realized this. Yeah. Ozzy, at this point, tells them about the gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, I'm sorry, we were trying to steal a bunch of stuff from your property, but we hid it in a much more obvious place than we found it. To the bucket in the well. And Anson's like, I'm gonna go get it by myself, even though it's 12 feet away and there's four of us. Well, so, I mean, the, the most able-bodied of the men is badly injured, like he can't, he can barely walk. Um, Ozzy shouldn't be, uh, required to operate any sort of machinery. And the kid is a kid. And he shouldn't be allowed around firearms and things. Because he mentioned earlier in the movie that he wanted... He says multiple... Like, in this one moment where he's alone, he says, like, I'm going to kill this fucking leprechaun. I'm going to get a 357 Magnum. I'm gonna put it up to his forehead. I'm gonna blow his fucking brains out. And I'm gonna watch as the blood and the gore just drip and ooze out of his bed. And I'm gonna like it. That's not an exaggeration. That is how he says, like, what he says, basically. It's scary. I think it's true. But also, like, like, it's been a couple seconds since the four of them beat the shit out of Leprechaun for, like, three minutes, and he couldn't do anything. Which to me says, like, yeah, like, do the, get all four of you, and then he'll run up, and you guys will be like, bam, 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 
me up like a bunch of times and they'll be fine. Yeah. But instead they just send Jennifer Aston out by herself. Yeah. To go collect uh, the gold in the well. I'm just saying, I think it's bad strategy. I think it's a bad strategy, strategy. but in a, in a also weird sort of way, it's oddly progressive that they made all of the men characters in this movie like utterly incompetent or incapacitated in some way so like the the one female character has to be the hero I think it's kind well, of I think mean. by this point in filming they probably realized who the best actor was <laughs> that too probably and it's well it's Warwick Davis but they're, they're yeah. the best actor <laughs> yeah they're like okay well you're now the main character because uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she's just gonna, gonna do these things. Um, she's got shorts and a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. There's green foreshadowing light in the well, so I don't know why the upgrade doesn't just look around for the light. Uh... But it is right where the set was going to be. Zero complications. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun teleports in. I think a really cool effect because it like draws out his nervous system first and like green light and they just sort of phases in around it. It's weird. Hmm. But I'm, I'm into it. She gives him the gold, and he gets his powers back, kisses her on the cheek, and stops to count his gold. He was very honest about communicating his needs, and he only wanted what he wanted. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it looks like he's about to leave, except that piece that Ozzy Eight is missing, so he's only up to 99. So it's that he's been deceived, but he's so far our hero, the leprechaun, is as good as his word. So, <laughs> and he's only killed people who had nothing to do with the theft, which is odd. Yeah. Well, I mean, but now he's in the fridge. I mean, he, he killed he killed the old Irish man earlier. He's the one who actually stole the. Well, car. no, the old Irish man had a heart attack. Oh right, right. I forgot. He surprisingly did nothing to either of those people. <laughs> 
Okay, and then fair. he killed a cop and pulled him over, but that's his fault for pulling him over. True. I feel like the antique store guy is innocent, though. Oh, right. I forgot about him. <laughs> uh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. But Zanatis in the fridge. He pops out of the fridge and starts strangling the kid. He's not strong enough to kill a child, though. <laughs> so, again, <laughs> you guys are worrying a lot about this. <laughs> he hides in the cabinet and has this whack-a-mole thing where he teleports between different cabinet doors and they can't get him. He straight up grabs Kevin Bacon, who isn't Kevin Bacon's dick, and just gets gets all up in there. <laughs> uh, as like a way just to bother him. And then comes down the chimney and gets shot immediately. <laughs> <laughs> He dies for a little while, comes back to life almost immediately, and starts rolling around on a skateboard while being shot at. And he's just having a good time. He hasn't really done anything to them at this point. He's just zipping around, getting shot at. I would like to point out. Bursts out the floor, gets shot again. Sorry, I would like to point out that the this movie wasn't really supposed to be. Sorry, let me say it again because I slurred my words so badly. This movie was originally supposed to be like a straight horror movie, but Warwick Davis didn't want to do that. So that's probably why a bunch of these, like, goofy scenes were inserted and, like, a lot of his lines of his dialogue are just kind of silly and off the wall because he didn't want to be, like, a straight horror movie uh, monster. So... Yeah, shit like this is probably because of Warwick Davis's input. I mean, I say good because it wouldn't have been a good horror movie if it was played straight. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I'm not saying it was good anyway, but it wouldn't have been, like, better <laughs> if it was less fun. I'm not... No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying I think it was interesting that the movie was originally supposed to be just, like, a straight horror film, but then Warwick Davis was like, no, I want this to be a fun movie to watch. A fun movie to uh, to act in, 
So, they acquiesced and made the movie a bit sillier. Yeah, I think probably a good decision, especially considering where it went later on in the series. Might not have paid off. Yeah. Short term, I think it paid off long term. Yeah. He calls them on a disconnected phone and does the Freddy Krueger thing where he reaches out of the phone. Hmm. I think it might have just been a shot from Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, it's exactly (laughs) the same thing. So they... They hatch a genius plan to go to the rest home and ask the old man how to be the leprechaun. But Jim Vance is good by herself again, for reasons. <laughs> he's he's out by the Jeep, so they throw shoes at him and he has to stop and polish them because he's basically a vampire. It's the old rice trick. <laughs> Aston drives off, but he teleports after her, this time on roller skates. (laughs) I don't know why old Mr. McCready, or whatever his name is, had all these things. (laughs) Sorry. Like, I think, I think that old man was a pedophile. (laughs) I, uh, so... I'm not sure. Since you said McCready, now in my head canon, this is somehow a sequel to The Thing. Um, where, where this guy is now, uh, Kurt Russell, but much older. Or Kurt Russell's character, I should say. Didn't he freeze to death, though? Um... It was implied that that's what happened, but we don't actually know. He didn't... Like, the movie ended with... with him and Keith David just sitting in the wreckage of the... of the, uh, outpost. But, like, somebody you know, might have stressed you. Know, you should play a leprechaun. Who? Keith David. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. He just used, like, like, Lord of the Rings forced perspective make him look like he's three feet tall. <laughs> but then, then it's just exact same costume. Exact same costume. <laughs> Don't have him adapt his acting at all from the thing. <laughs> just you're gonna have to kill me. <laughs> just, just have child's. Oh, I want my 
Amigos. <laughs> oh man, I'd watch the shit. That would that would be so freaking amazing. <laughs> that guy's voice? Are you kidding? Yeah. Holy shit. Alright, make it happen, Hollywood. Keith David as Leprechaun in another Leprechaun reboot. Do it, cowards. No wig, no makeup, just the costume. (laughs) (laughs) This is important. Oh my god. I'm down. There's so many. <laughs> but most, most guys have really great voices also put in this movie. Uh, like, James Earl Jones, he's getting up there, but he would also be a very good leopard. <laughs> Lance Henriksen, actually, that guy might actually do it. <laughs> but it <laughs> would also be good. Uh, okay, so, so... He's after on roller skates. She goes to the retirement home, which has a security guard who's asleep. And she sneaks a room number pad away from the guard who doesn't wake up because she's got her her LA gear sneakers on (laughs) and she can sneak good. She finds the guy Everything's Dutch angles all of a sudden. I feel like this is filmed later by someone else. (laughs) Is she? She finds his room, and he's facing away because he's secret leprechaun. And she's like, "How do I kill leprechaun?" He's like, "But I'm not gonna tell you, cause I'm the leprechaun." <laughs> Turns around, he's the leprechaun. She's like, "Oh shit, he's the leprechaun!" And then <laughs> he chases after her on a wheelchair, <laughs> where they're doing fast motion to. Yeah, they do this a lot from here on out, actually. I think they did this with the rollerblades and possibly the trike also. Yeah, they actually did have to film Jennifer Aniston running in slow motion because Warwick Davis couldn't operate the wheelchair properly. So she's also doing the interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was just him, but cool. No, it's it's both of them. Um, 
it's so obviously fast motion that I love it. <laughs> like they don't, they don't cut out the necessary frames or anything to make it smooth, so it's just sped up tape. <laughs> but, but he can't quite catch her because even in fast motion, he's only doing the wheelchair as fast as she can run. She gets to the elevator, and for some reason, the real old man falls out the roof of the elevator because he's just that's where he hangs out. Mm -hmm. And tells him the weakness that a four leaf clover has to touch him, then they can kill him. Then he dies upside down. Yep. Like that guy that Hannibal Lecter killed in what we probably should have done for a spooky Halloween movie. <laughs> 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 so she drives straight to the clover patch that he has on his land, which is a green light from just off camera shining on a patch of grass. <laughs> it glows, and there's no clovers in it. It's amazing. <laughs> What, he, he grabs her arm but doesn't hurt her. She runs into the woods, sees the cop, but he's dead though. And suddenly Leprechaun couldn't break through the car window earlier, strong enough to tear car's doors off. She stabs him in the eye. It's probably the only, like, cool gore scene in the movie, but she stabs in the eye with a nightstick, and he takes the cop sign and puts it in, so this is another weird power leprechaun's have. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, when he tried to bash through the windshield earlier, he didn't have 99 pieces of gold. He only had the one. That's right, he has... Now he has me, me gold. He has nearly all of me gold. He's still missing that one piece. So replacing body parts is also leprechaun power now. Yeah. Even though he can grow back just hands and stuff and bullet holes, but he can't grow back in eyes, he has to borrow a cop's eye. It's weird. Maybe he's just too impatient for the eye girl to grow back, so he's just like, nah, fuck it, just stick this other eye in my, in my head. I just don't know what the rules are. Yeah. It's weird rules. Hmm. He gets shot again, they're up to the clover patch. But the kid, this psychotic ass kid, mm -hmm. is gonna try to kill him with a bear trap and he 
gun or something in the barn. Movie's almost over at this point. She, she wants to give up finding Clover. Ozzy's like, you have to believe. You have to have faith in Clovers. And so she finds one that's four leaves. Leprechaun grabs the kid. They wrestle around for a while because he's not actually stronger than a kid anymore. Because <laughs> that just changed back. <laughs> Rifle jams for the first time in the movie, shotgun, sorry, whatever. But Ozzy is like, chase me, it's in my stomach. You gotta, you gotta cut out my stomach. Like in Saw, or that one episode of Angel. And Leprechaun starts slashing his face face with his shoe buckle? Which is not where the stomach is. <laughs> I don't understand. But the kid saves day because he puts the clover around some gum and shoots it in his mouth with a slingshot. The why they went with this fuck you lucky charms? I don't understand that at all. Not a great line. Not really. And then he melts like a gremlin. Is that where that... Which is cocaine. I was trying to figure out where that visual effect came from. Because I swear I had seen that before somewhere. It looks a lot like the Gremlins too when they get electrocuted. Part. That might have been a... Did you watch Gremlins 2? I did that episode with Tony, but did you watch the movie? I mean, I watched it a long time ago. Like, 30 years ago. So, I haven't watched it since then. Good one. I I think I, I, I remember it being really good. So yeah. And we should watch Gremlins again. We can't say movie twice. Or can we? No, we can't. We can watch the sequel. Um, <laughs> It is the sequel. Oh, I thought you watched the first one. I can't remember. No, we didn't watch the first one. We did the first one. I never... I feel like that's more of a Christmas movie, though. I never watched the first Gremlins. I've only seen the second one. It's less silly, but probably better. Hmm. But not as much fun, I think. Mm. It's like it's like Leprechaun that way. It really finds its stride. It's like, okay, we're doing pure comedy in the second one. Yeah. 
Okay. And then pencil it in as a future thing. Let's do it. Yeah. So most likely your money falls in the well, but he's still not dead. Mm-hmm. Also, that well's no good anymore. He can't use that well. <laughs> so gross. It probably already wasn't great, but it's just absolutely tainted now. But he's not dead, he's just gross. So he tries to crawl back out. So knock him back in, pour a bunch of gas down the well into the water. That's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. But then it explodes anyway, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, in the morning, all the cops get there. The leprechaun's still not dead, he's just bound to the well by rhyming magic. <laughs> and then the credits come up and lets us know that any similarity to actual persons or events is entirely coincidental, which is very reassuring, I've gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the leprechaun. Nobody dies except except the police guy who didn't do anything and the antique guy who didn't do anything. And the dad wasn't in most of the movie because he got bit. And, uh... I don't know what the leprechaun's powers are. Sam, would you recommend this movie? (laughs) Um... I have a hard time answering that one. Like... (laughs) It's... not good. And... For me, I didn't... I found myself just kind of sitting there waiting for it to end. Um, I had to watch this movie in like three different chunks because I kind of got tired of it after about 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, and then after about 30 minutes, I was like, okay, I have to take a break. And then after the second break, I just said, I'm just going to power through it. I only have like 40 minutes left in the movie. Um, so I don't think I liked it, but... It's probably okay for some people. Like, it's... For me, it's listed as a horror comedy, and I feel like it doesn't really succeed at either of them. But it's not, like, the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not as bad as... Batman and Robin or Exorcist 2 
it's just sort of very mediocre. I've a couple times. Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. No. Go ahead. I, I, I did laugh a couple times. I think it might have worked as a comedy. In parts. Yeah. There were a few moments that I thought were kind of funny, but like... Like, remember the rollerblades and the, the fence? He goes through the fence and it's like a cartoon yeah. cut out. That, I mean, that... And I snorted. That was pretty... Cause, yeah, I was like, it's very... Un, unrealistic and just kind of silly. Um, which is fine. I don't dislike horror comedies at all. I think they're pretty great. Um, but it, I just feel like it's not super well done. It just like in general. But then again, it's a pretty low budget horror film. So like it you can't expect it to be particularly well done. But it's not like the worst movie I've ever seen. So I I'd say maybe if you can watch it for free, watch it. But if you have to like pay money for it, I'd say probably pass. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna agree. I, I feel like it's it's not substantial enough to sit down and watch. It's a pretty good background movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's visually interesting. It does the. It's hard to make an interesting movie with one set and most the entire thing takes place in that cabin. Like, I think the only reason they brought in the go ask the old man come back thing is so they could get some more uh, footage that wasn't in their one set. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been good movies take place in one set. Good horror movies, even. Like, uh, uh, Evil Dead 2 is also a cabin. Well, Evil Dead 1 is also a cabin. Cabin, and Night of the Living Dead is in a cabin. So... But yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure I'd call Evil Dead 1 a good movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a very long time, so I I don't know if I could say if I could agree with that or not. So But also the 
what those dogs have, what Night of the Dead has, what like Reservoir Dogs has, a lot of those, those one-room things. It's a lot of really good dialogue and like interpersonal writing. True. And I don't remember any of the characters' names except for Ozzy. <laughs> and no one said anything interesting in this entire movie. So like, it's not... It doesn't have enough going on besides Leprechaun for doing the same thing over and over again to be interesting. So no one develops, you know? Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no twist or hidden relationship thing or, like, weird drama stuff they threw in there. Yeah. At, at all. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a, it is a very one-note kind of a film. If you get yeah, it's just it's only an hour and a half, which is good. But like even then, it 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 runs long because it's so repetitive, just minute to minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I I think if I know that movies nowadays can't be like an hour long, but if this movie had been like if it had been like a TV movie that was like it would have like a 90 minute time slot so it was like 60 minutes of actual film I think it would have been fine yeah and then yeah it, this would be an hour and a half with commercials no problem yeah then it would have been totally uh, fine yeah uh, like, I don't... There's no single part of this movie that's terrible. I mean, it's all terrible in a fun way, I think. <laughs> it's just that it's the same kind of funny idea in a 15-minute chunk six times. Yeah. Uh, well, five times, because the beginning is a little different, but... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, it'd be a very light recommend. It's, it's not something, if you have nothing else going on, that you should sit down and try to watch. If you're doing a couple things, if you're... You know, working from home, or also playing a video game, or also trying to finish up some relatively light brain task or something. I think it's a really good background movie. I I would I would guess. Yeah. Like I'm probably gonna watch it again next time I have a long day of of just not very challenging remote work. Mm. I'll probably put something like this on or a, a, a 
this would go on my playlist for that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a good recommendation or like a good reason to watch it. Just don't like sit down and purposefully watch it because you probably won't enjoy it too much, but yeah. I'd say yeah. if you're if or you're, yeah. maybe very, very stoned. Yeah. Uh I didn't try it that way, but that could also help it out. I have a feeling that would probably enhance this movie quite a bit. Yeah, that also it always makes things that are kind of funny a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of kind of funny moments in it, so... Yeah. So that's okay. So that's gonna be our official matinee he recommendation is do drugs, kids. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I came to say. And also, it has it has some valuable lessons um, that I think are important to take home. Like, don't steal things off other people's property. Uh, don't swallow metal. And um, you know, if your car doesn't start up reliably. That could be very important someday. Maybe get that taken care of at a time. Yeah. Those are all good life lessons. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of more than any other movie we've done? Is... Was it last Halloween or Halloween before last? It definitely shares some DNA with Ernest Goodstein. <laughs> I don't know which DNA specifically, but there's there's a current there. Yeah, I think that was a couple. Someone years ago. worked on both movies. I bet. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Well, I got nothing else. This, uh, it's a very light movie. It kind of doesn't leave a lot of stuff to chew on afterwards. Yeah. yeah. But I do, I do recommend the sequels more than this one. Hmm. The only other thing that I forgot to mention earlier was that the 
there was something that said that Jennifer Aniston was like an unknown actress when she was cast in this role. But she was in like a couple of TV shows before this movie came out, including a TV show based on Ferris Bueller that I didn't know was a thing until I read her Wikipedia page. And do you know who else? Oh, she's going to be the big sister, right? I don't know. I didn't watch the show. But do you know who else starred in the Ferris Bueller TV show? Uh, it's someone. It's a matinee man. He's alone. Someone. What a. Yeah, I remember we talked about this actually. Did we? Oh shit. Well, maybe. But I don't remember. Well, maybe I forgot about us talking about that before. <laughs> Whoops. Oh well. No, but I, I, I'm trying to remember who it was, and I don't, uh... It, it, it was one of the older guys from Office Space, right? It was, like, yeah. another Office Space guy. Yeah, it was, it was Richard Real. It was, um... Um... Yeah! Anxious guy. Hell yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Man, Office Space was a better movie. Oh god. I yes. Office Space. Oh god, I miss <laughs> it so much. That was a fun one. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry for requesting. I'm sorry for requesting this one. No it it had been a long time since I watched it, and you know what? I did spend money on it, so I should watch it at some point. Okay. Um, and I don't, I don't hate it. I don't, you know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. I'm, I'm being funny by comparing. Cause we did a really good movie last month. And this is okay, <laughs> but I don't, it was fine. It was fine. Um. Do not apologize. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and maybe watch the sequel someday. <laughs> the one in space, at least. I'll watch that one. More than likely. Yeah. Okay, well, shoot. I got nothing. Uh, Anson's pretty good. Warwick Davis is pretty good. Um, the rest is forgettable. And, uh, if you're gonna set a movie that's clearly filmed in Swagger or Swagus, California, 
um, and pretend it's not as well as California. Maybe don't have a, uh, a prominent shot of the Swagus Cafe with the sign that says this is Swagus California in it. <laughs> or two, I don't care. Yeah, it's up to them, I guess. Ooh. Although, okay, so movie that shares a lot in common, uh, feels the same, filmed in a very similar place, I think. Have you seen Pumpkinhead? Uh, no, I haven't. Maybe next year, but Pumpkinhead. Uh, has most of the good things about this movie and more. Hmm. Okay. I would say. I, I mean, I can always, I will mention that we don't necessarily have to restrict ourselves to only watching scary movies in October. I know that we're like... Yeah, I just feel like if we, if we go through all the scary movies you want to see, it's going to be harder to find one next October. <laughs> well, I'm not saying we watch, like, one every month. I'm just saying we don't necessarily have to only watch a scary movie in October. Like, we could maybe watch one in, in like... April or something, but it just depends on. I think on maybe we should start doing holidays wrong. <laughs> like we watch scary movies for Christmas and like uh, I don't know. We could have watched like Christmas movies for Halloween. I'm sure this other. Halloween. We could have watched like Independence Day for October. Yeah. Something like maybe, that. Maybe that would be a funny meta joke. Or like, I don't or know. like Valentine's Day for Hanukkah or something. I think that's a movie, right? It's, it's gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good, but someone's definitely done that. Yeah. Well, cool. Alright, so this was, was kind of fun. I didn't... I can't... I want to be very clear. Didn't resent it. Not the best movie you've ever seen. Um... Still north of 50%, I think, as far as bad movies go. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. I wouldn't quite put it that far up there, but I would say it's, it's not, again, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. So, it's not. We have seen some bad movies on this show. This is not one of them. I would say it's bad, but it's not that bad. 
it, it's not mad and mad he's scale bad. Because <laughs> we have an underworld of bad <laughs> movies that you can't even breathe near. <laughs> and this is not one of them. We also have a water world of bad movies. Yeah. Ooh, that. Yeah. This this movie is better than Water. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it that. <laughs> it's better than Exodus Two. It's mm-hmm. better than um, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably better than Street Fighter. It's it's not. It's not one of the worst. It's better than. Oh. It's most of Street Fighter. It's not better than, than Raul Julia. True. Oh, God. Raul Julia as a leprechaun. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Again, just forced perspective. Don't change anything Yes, please. I want me go. <laughs> God. Oh, rest in peace for all Julia. You're so cool. Got a new one coming out. It's got Luis Guzman taking over for him. Really? Which I want to be upset about, but in fairness, Raul Julia only played him in like two movies, so it's not like it's his character. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Luis Guzman are the the parents. I think the main character in this one coming out is Wednesday Adams. Hmm. I didn't hear about that. We should watch the original Adams Family. Have we done that yet? I don't think so. I watched when I was a little kid. We should do that. I'd be down sure. for that. Yeah. Alright. Well, listen. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, excitedly chatter about next movies to do then forget all the ones we pick and then pick something like three days before next time we record <laughs> so <laughs> you guys don't need to listen to that <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us for this Sojourn into uh, Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. <laughs> right. I don't know if. 
Listen, the joke is the humor in both those movies is pretty racist. How I want to come across like I'm super racist, I cannot tell when someone's Irish. It's not. I forget that it's a race. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, Lord. Well, until next time, is there anything else you think me else? No, I got nothing else. Alright. Well, thanks for listening. Until next time, I've been Ben. I'm Sam. I'll see you in Vegas. I just want me gold. They're both good, Alice. <laughs> I just want me gold in Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. That's the sequel. That's the sequel. The sequel's oh, okay. shit. That's the actual sequel. <laughs>